You're listening to The Mom Inspired Show, episode 260 with Jennifer Wheeler. Welcome to The Mom Inspired Show. I'm your host, Amber Sandberg, and this show is created to inspire, encourage, and add a little extra fun to your day. Hey, you guys, I'm super excited to have Jennifer on the show today. We are going to be talking about adrenals. And what I realized as we were talking is that we need to dive into this more. So I am going to do a series with her and we are going to break it down and do um, an episode for each thing that she's talking about today. So we're going over five things. So we are hoping to do a five episode series where we dive deep. So today we are going to do more a high level. But if you guys are having adrenal issues and you're just like, I don't know what to do, like you're racking your brain, you're trying to figure out what's going on. This episode is going to give you a little bit of a glimpse into like why you might be struggling. And then I want you to stay tuned because I'm hoping to do this in December or January. And, um, you know, if you've been paying attention and listening to this show for the past six months, I've been trying to incorporate episodes on perimenopause, hormones, all of that kind of stuff, because I feel like women in their late thirties going into their forties and their fifties, they get hit with all these things and they don't know what is going on. They don't know if it's just them. They can't figure out why they feel a certain way. And adrenals is such a big deal. So I know this personally because I had adrenal issues when I was younger, and then I really got impacted after pregnancy and then just being up with the babies and all that kind of stuff. And then I really had to take care of my adrenals. And there's a lot of things. So when I hear, uh, I should say a lot of things that happen that you can do to help your adrenals. And I hear a lot of women talking, especially I work out at burn and then, you know, they might be saying like they're getting up really early and they feel really exhausted later in the day, or maybe certain kind of workouts may be impacting them. And a lot of times I'll say it could be your adrenals, but because we don't really talk about adrenals that much, I feel like people just really don't know like what that even means. And so I wanted to bring somebody on to talk about this so that you guys can understand it. So we're going to talk about, you know, five steps to help your adrenals. And again, this is a highlight. So stay tuned because I'm hoping to air this in December or January or maybe December and January, and we're going to dive deep. So I hope you guys really enjoy this episode um, and that you feel super encouraged that like if you're feeling on any of these issues that you're not alone and there is a way to fix it. So uh, make sure to share this episode with your mom friends that are struggling or feeling kind of like down and just feeling like, why am I so tired? Or maybe they're just feeling a certain way and they just don't know why. These are the episodes that I really want to do to help you guys to figure out how to take your health back into your own hands and feel empowered so that you can feel your best so that you can live your best life. All right, you guys, I hope you enjoy this episode. Hey, you guys, before we jump into this episode, I wanted to say if you subscribe to the email list and you are not getting my emails every Tuesday with the newest episode um, where you get the show notes and everything like that, check your spam. Um, I have been finding out from people that, especially if they have Yahoo or they have um, Hotmail, that it could be going to their spam folder. And um, so if you could just whitelist me or approve it so that it goes to your inbox and that way you're getting um, the episodes every week, especially if you subscribe to the email uh, list, that is the whole point. Also, I wanted to let you guys know, for my listeners and for my email subscribers, I'm offering a free 30-minute consultation with me, a coaching consultation and mini session. And so I want to be able to do this for you guys. You guys are my listeners. I appreciate you so much, especially if you subscribe to the email list. Um, you would have gotten an email from me saying that I'm doing this. Um, this is why it's great to be on my email list. 
Um, but I'm doing this just for you guys. So if you've been wondering what I've been doing, um, I got certified as a life coach with the emphasis of weight loss in July, and I'm having such an amazing time coaching um, fabulous moms. And if you're kind of like, I don't know if this is for me, this is why this consultation and free mini session is perfect for you if you've been sitting on the fence. So all you have to do is go to mominspiredshow.com and then click the coaching tab, find a time and day that works best for you. If you cannot find a time or if you have questions, email me at amber at mominspiredshow.com. I would love to answer any questions. So make sure to go do that. And if you don't subscribe to the email list, make sure to do that. All you have to go is to mominspiredshow.com, enter your name and email, and that way you will get every episode at your fingertips every Tuesday. All right, you guys, let's go to the show. Jennifer, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Thank you so much for having me, Amber. Okay. So I like to start off the show with an icebreaker. And um, so today I'm going to ask you the question is, what is one thing that you wish you could tell your younger self? And this could just be really young. It could be in your 20s. It could be before you were a mom, just at any point, your younger version. I love this question. And I think we chatted before. I, mm-hmm. uh, I've i been asked this before. <laughs> and I really, really like this question because I had had an experience throughout, I'd say, my 20s, 30s, as I've grown up and, you know, entered into adulthood and had children and started my family. I've had this very, what I thought was a very unique experience with life and uh, setting goals and achieving those that I could never wrap my head around. Um, But I was able to gain just insight on it as I got older and looked at it from a different perspective. So I've always been the kind of person that has looked at what is the next thing? What is the next step? What am I going to learn next? You know, whether it was a program that I was doing in school, I have, I have four degrees at this point. It's, it's really kind of crazy. And my husband says to me all the time, like, okay, when I look at doctoral programs, he's like, no, 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 enough's enough, you know? (laughs) Um, so I've always been that person that has tried and loved so many different things in life. Uh, I am a nurse practitioner. I now practice functional medicine, but when I was growing up, I was an athlete. I'm also a musician. I love going to the beach and being by the ocean. I loved being uh, by the mountains, by the lakes. And I always (laughs) used to think that it was me not being able to figure out who Mm. I was or what I was meant to do. And I always looked at that negatively on myself and thought, well, you know, Joey or whoever his name is, you know, so-and-so, he knew he was going to be a dentist when he was a kid and he said it and he went to school for it. And like, that's what he's doing. Like, why couldn't that be me? Why didn't I know exactly what I was going to do? Why did I study music and then theology and psychology and then go to uh, study physiology and then nursing and so on and so forth? Um, And I used to look at it negatively until I entered adulthood. And I really started to learn to embrace that part of me that part of me that's very multi-passionate about so many different things and know that there's no set uh there's no set path for anyone there's no you know saying that you can't do one thing for a little bit and then be inspired and grow and learn and then try something else right and i think sometimes we are we put ourselves in these boxes because we think we need to be a certain way or we need to follow a certain path because that's what most people do Um, and 
as I've gotten older and just been so much more positive and present in my own body, my own mind and self, I now embrace that part of me. The fact that I love all these different things and that I have this ability to take those and really funnel them and, you know, synergize them into what I do now for a living. And, uh, depending on how much energy I have or how much time I have to spend on things, that's how I kind of allocate. You know, if I have some time to do music, I'll do that. If I want to spend some time, you know, by the beach, I'll do that. And, uh, and all of the things that I look back on that I thought like I couldn't figure out have all come together nicely. So I would tell my younger self to just follow mm. my the energy that's within, follow whatever it is you're passionate about, even if it changes, because that's the beauty of it. We continue to grow throughout our lives and we continue to change. And that can that can be in our 30s, 40s, 50s. Like we can try something new in our in our 60s or 70s. We can rewrite the story at any point in our lives. And I think it's a beautiful thing to be able to do. So yeah, I love that. And you know, I can relate to that because I started the podcast um, five years ago um, in October, we five years. And, um, you know, I didn't, when I first started that, a lot of people didn't know what a podcast was. I mean, they were just kind of like, what is that? Is yeah. it a blog? Like, and then they're like, do you have like broadcasting experience? Because back then people were just like, wait, how are you starting this? Where now everybody has a podcast. So you, people don't think like you need to have like that kind of background. And then, um, a few years ago, I actually um, became a, a luxury travel agent, and it wasn't because oh. it wasn't until COVID kind of tanked everything that I was mm-hmm. like, you know what? Um, I still am doing that, um, but it kind of is a little bit on the back burner just because things just keep changing that are not in my control. Um, but I love to travel; like that was just one of my things that I, yeah. I absolutely love. Right? So, kind of relating to what you're saying about having all these things, and so, um, so then you know, COVID kind of tanked everything. And I'm just like, I don't know. I don't know where this is going. And so um, I knew that I wanted to help moms beyond the podcast and I had lost the weight and people would come to me. And it's one thing to kind of share your story, but it's like, I didn't feel equipped to really kind of be able to help them figure out where they were coming from. And I always knew that I loved the idea of, um, coaching and especially coaching moms. And so that's why I decided to go and get, um, I got certified through the life coach school with Brooke Casio. And, and so that started in January and I got certified. And, um, I say all of this because I love talking to moms. I love helping moms and I kind of want to help them live kind of their best lives. Like what is holding them back. Right. So I love doing that. I also really love travel. It's just travel. Just, I I didn't have control of that and I'm still doing the podcast. So kind of like what you're saying is like, I -hmm. totally relate to you because there are people who are like, I know what I wanted to be and I'm still doing it. You know what I mean? I'm just like, yeah, I guess that wasn't me. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. And you know, it it all ties into what we're going to talk about today too, with uh, our adrenal glands and our energy and our ability to show up in life, you know, and that, you know, as we, as you have found, you have these passions and you're doing a little bit of each of them, yeah. but you're, you're able to be in control of where you're going to spend your time and your energy. Yes. And you're able to protect that energy yes. um, and know how much you have to give and before, you know, burnout happens. So. Yes, exactly. <laughs> okay. So let's get started. Cause I know that we could talk about this um, for a long time and, um, mm-hmm. and because we both love the subject. And so first let's start off with, tell us your first and last name, where you live, how many kids you have and their ages. 
Sure. So my name is Jennifer Wheeler. I live in a small town in New Jersey, about like an hour from the shore. And uh, my children, I have two beautiful girls. Um, They are five and almost eight. My oldest turns eight on Halloween. And we have a little baby uh, brother who is in heaven. And I always like Mm. to mention him because he's in our hearts forever. So so um, so beautiful family. I'm very thankful for and and, uh, very blessed. Yes. Um, I have two girls, so they're seven and 10. And for some reason, I keep making my youngest eight. I don't like, I'm like, she's not eight. She's seven. What's happening here? Don't fast forward time. (laughs) Well, as I was answering it, I'm kind of in that mom stage where I have to actually really think about it. It's, there's always a pause. Like, wait, how old are they now? Yeah, exactly. I totally get it. Um, Okay. So Jennifer, how about you just kind of share with us how you got to where you are today? And then we'll kind of jump into talking more about adrenals. Absolutely. So as I was mentioning, you know, multi-passionate entrepreneur here. So I started way back. I did actually study music, as I had mentioned, and I ended up out of college studying physiology. So it's kind of like exercise science. And I did personal training and managed fitness centers. Um, I had a lovely experience working at a fitness center once where I helped resuscitate a man after he went to cardiac arrest. Whoa. And, um, (laughs) At that point, there there was that you know stirring inside. What's the next thing you're going to do? And I decided to go back to be a nurse. Um, so I went back to school and studied nursing, and went all the way through to finish my nurse practitioner degree, and ended up practicing primary care. And it was in that position. Um, I've always, as you know, a personal trainer, as somebody who just loves nature and holistic health and nutrition, I've always had that foundational part of me that when I work with patients, I always want to look at the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. And so in the traditional care model as a primary care provider, I just found it lacking the ability to really dive anywhere as deep as we need to get in order to bring about true healing in that person. Granted, I loved it. I loved my patients. I loved that I got to see them often and get to know them well, but you know, I would no sooner just do their intake, put my stethoscope on their heart and lungs and go over their medications and it'd be time for them to leave and the next patient to come in. So I decided after, you know, just digging deeper that that wasn't how I was going to practice. And I actually at the same time had really come to a head with my own gut issues that I've had throughout my whole life, really. Um, And that had, I'd had, you know, started having children. And so that the imbalance in my gut was even more exacerbated by my nutrient deficiencies and the change in my microbiome. So all my symptoms started really coming to a head around that time too. You know, I was working in primary care long hours and um, it was stressful at times. I actually had taken over for a physician who had a lot of patients that were on uh, pain medicines and anxiety medicine. And uh, so I, at that time, you know, really started to appreciate functional medicine and go into studying it myself for my own healing. I worked with a functional medicine provider that I was actually able to completely understand my gut health. The labs that I was learning about um, showed me 
10 times more what was actually going on inside my gut than any lab I could have ever ordered as a, as a PCP. So I decided to pivot completely and launch my own practice um, in functional medicine. And that's, that's what I do now. And we're MindShift Health. Um, we have a functional medicine approach to health optimization and elevating wellness. And we dive very deep into gut health, hormone health, detox, nutrition, and mindset so that people can step into a place where they can understand their bodies and truly feel their best so they can show up, you know, being that person that they're really meant to be. So, yeah, I, I love that. And one of the reasons why I wanted you to come on the show is because I dealt with adrenal issues for a long time. I, I burnt my adrenals out. I'm pretty sure when I was working full time and I was mm -hmm. going to school, um, full-time working and I got my bachelor's and my master's and all that stuff in business. And, um, at the time I just thought, you know, you can just crank it out. And I said this to you earlier is I burned two ends, you know, both ends of the candle and it paid the price later. And so, um, and then the pregnancies kind of like what you were just saying, um, how that kind of changes things up. And then I just was always so exhausted. And so seeing yeah. a functional doctor, trying to fix my adrenals and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, when I tell people now, especially um, when I'm working out and people are talking about stuff and, you know, I might say to them, you know, it sounds kind of like you might have adrenal issues. And so many people just look at me like I'm nuts. Like mm -hmm. they, people are yeah. familiar with thyroid stuff, but I don't feel like they understand right. that adrenals tie really close to thyroid or that you may actually have adrenal issues, but it looks like it could be thyroid problems. And so I, I just don't think people really understand that. And um, they don't yeah. understand like how I'm saying that could really actually affect <laughs> what they're talking about. And, and I'm not a doctor. So I only know it because of my issues that I've had. And so then sometimes when I see it, I'm kind of like, oh, yeah, you may yeah. have this. So I wanted you to come on because I think there's just so many moms that are tired. And I think I think the thing is too, when moms have young kids, and even moms that have older kids, um, you, I think there's just this thought that like, oh, you're just supposed to be tired all the time, right? Like, and there is yeah. some degree yeah. that yes, we yeah. are tired, okay? But I, I think that like, you just think, oh, I'm supposed to be really tired all the time. And then you think too, I'm getting older, so therefore I should just be tired all the time. And mm -hmm. um, I, and I... I just, I want people to know that like, no, that that really isn't the case and that it is really good to look at like what you're doing. And when, you, like I was telling you this earlier is like, I don't get up at certain times, like back in the day, I would get up so early to work out. Like, but I found out like that really actually burns out my adrenals. So I have to be very careful. And then if yeah. I go to bed at certain times, um, I mean, I'm like, people, people make fun of me. I mean, because I'm kind of like, no. I, I like if I stay up past 11, it's done. Like I will feel that the next day I, I will feel exhausted. And I'm like, even if yeah. I get a good amount of sleep, like, so yeah. I want to jump into this. Um, cause I know I'm trying to keep it to 30 minutes <laughs> and um, <laughs> I want to talk about the, the five steps to helping your adrenals. Okay. And optimizing like performance and all that kind of stuff. So the first one that I wanted to talk to you about is, um, the circadian rhythm reset. Can you share with us what that looks like and why that helps? Yeah. Well, and as an overview too, you had mentioned, um, mm -hmm. you know, these symptoms and like just kind of accepting status yeah. quo and right. feeling tired, you know, that is something that I'm really trying to break the mold on because just like you said, why, 
why is it just accepted that, oh, you know, us as women, we're just bloated all the time. Oh, it's just what happens when we eat, you know, we get bloated and we're walking around with like chronic bloating or constipation or, you know, low energy, or just because we have kids, um, you know, that we have to have these very low levels of energy or we can't sleep at night. Well, of course, if your kids are waking up in the middle of the night, that's one thing, you know, but, um, but it's all really has to do with our lifestyle choices. And it has to do with how all the systems in the body are affecting each other. And it's, it is so um, on point when you mentioned thyroid because mm. the adrenal glands, those are these, they're these little um, glands, they sit right on top of the kidneys right there. They help with yeah. stress management. They help to maintain the body's, literally the homeostasis of the body in general, metabolism, blood pressure, um, helping of course to moderate your energy levels and your stress response, right? But they directly affect the function of your thyroid gland. So yeah, <laughs> people always think thyroid, but like, let's, right. let's just take it back a step. Let's back yes. it up a little bit. Right. Don't forget the adrenal glands are directly affecting your pituitary gland and your thyroid gland. And, um, these hormones that need to keep our metabolism up end up getting slowed. So when we're talking about circadian rhythm, it's directly speaking to what you refer to for yourself in terms of sleep, right? Yeah. Uh, we are waking up and going to sleep at all different hours. And I know you and I had talked about potentially doing, um, you know, some different breakout sessions on these, uh, which would be lovely. We can yeah, dive series. in yeah. series. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, their circadian rhythm reset, you know, we could literally talk about how to do that specifically um, during a series. And, but it has to do with the fact that our bodies have an innate wiring to want to wake up with the sun and go down with the sun and unwind. Mm. And in our current lifestyles, there's many things that are interfering with that. So we always talk about daily habits at MindShift. So we want your daily habits, the things that you do every single day to be elevated and optimized to support your health, right? So if there's something that we're doing every single day, we better make sure that there's a reason for it Mm. and that it's a good thing for us. You know, we don't want to do something every single day that's bad for us. (laughs) So waking up and going to sleep, when I have clients come in, with tons of chronic symptoms, if sleep is an issue, we almost indefinitely go there first uh, because of how important it is and how your body really needs to rest and restore during sleep. Uh, And when we talk about the circadian rhythm reset, it's a matter of getting your body back to its natural biological clock, waking up naturally when the sun should wake up. And, you know, some people can't do to work schedules and things like that, but as best as you can, as often as you can waking up around that time and then winding down in the evening when the sun sets, we are on computers. We're scrolling through social media channels on our phone. And I will tell you that that exposure to the blue light Hmm. is completely derailing your natural biological clock and your circadian rhythm. Our body wants to release melatonin naturally Hmm. in the evening. It's not just in the form of a supplement. We actually Hmm. produce this on our own. Your body wants to naturally produce it as the sun sets. Well, that melatonin production actually is triggered by us, our, our eyes seeing the sunlight in the morning time. 
it's it's a beautiful thing by us allowing our our retinas to be exposed to natural light first thing in the morning as the sun rises it's setting the time the timer for mm. us to release melatonin to unwind later in the I evening see. yeah so i'll often say just here's a little tidbit to take yeah. home when you yep. look up in the morning and you're you're getting ready if the sun has r- risen yeah. get outside for 5 to 10 minutes you don't stare at the sun of course <laughs> yeah. but just get outside and allow that natural light to just hit those retinas and that's going to help to reset your circadian rhythm um naturally and then i would say that a nice way to focus on the evening is to be very diligent in avoiding those bright blue screens and to assess the home environment and to look and see, well, where am I being, where am I, where do I have all this light exposure that's interrupting my circadian rhythm, right? Because you want your body to relax and restore at night. When you see those blue lights at night, it's telling your body, okay, time to wake up. Let's Mm, get going. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, using blue light blockers is definitely a good help, but, um, anytime after the sun sets, minimizing your exposure to bright lights in your home. Uh, we even have different light bulbs and different lamps that go on during that time. None of our bright overhead lights go on. Even when we brush our teeth, our bright overhead Mm. lights don't go on. Oh, interesting. So, um, yeah, it's it's a beautiful thing and you'll you'll start to feel your body unwind and want to enter into that natural sleep time. So So one thing I was thinking about, I've heard someone say about getting outside and letting your retinas like kind of see the sun. I mean, not staring at it like you said. Um now do you feel like people need to do that in the evening, like watching the sun go down or is that not as big of a deal like telling your brain like okay, it's dark now. Like, <laughs> is it more about doing that in the morning with the sun? Actually, it's both. Okay. So that's what I, I was wondering. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Actually, it is both. Um, definitely in the morning. And if you're able to, as the sun is setting or anytime within that time frame, that little window, as the sun goes down, um, it would, it'd be very, very helpful. Mm-hmm. Okay. And in combination, like doing that as many times throughout the week as you can. Yeah. It's hard sometimes yes. to do it every single day. Yep. Um, and I I never want <laughs> I never want to <laughs> add more stress yeah. to yeah. it. Right. Yeah. I don't want you to get stressed <laughs> out about unstressing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's all about what can we actually implement and these, you know, if we have if you do if you do journaling or if you have a little um, notebook where you keep some of your personal goals, maybe write those down and implement them uh, for a week and see how you feel. And then once you feel better, you'll want to keep doing them. Yeah. Okay. Like I, like, like I said, we could talk about this for so long. And so <laughs> I, I did want to say in case people didn't understand. So what Jennifer was saying is I was thinking about as we were looking over all of the five things that we're going to go over, Jennifer was saying that she could talk like a long time about each. So I was thinking about doing a series um, for you guys. So um, so we're going to try to hit these at top level and then I want to have her come back and then we'll do each of these on, for each episode so that we can really dig in. So that's what she was saying. So we just want to give you some tidbits on this um, for each of these. But I do want to ask you, what is it about like the sun going down like versus because you know it's going to be dark. So what is it about actually like kind of trying to catch the sun going down versus just being like, okay, I'm going outside. My eyes see it's dark. Does that make sense? 
Um, so it will, it basically, it's signaling a certain part of your brain. It mm. actually helps to signal the hypothalamus. Oh, okay. Um, so yeah, so it, the eyes are connected to the brain and it literally sends a signal. So when you're waking up in the morning and you're seeing the sun mm-hmm. rise, it's about the the hue of the color that you're oh, seeing, right? It. Yep. So it's the it's the hue of the color and the sunrise and the hue of the color and the sunset. Like so, you notice the the sunrise or the light, mm-hmm. uh, the sky always feels like bright blue, yeah. right? Yeah. That's what we want to avoid in the evening. But the sunset is always those like warm yellow orangey tones, yeah. right? Yep. So when you're thinking about swapping out your light bulbs at night, this is like a little deeper level, but sure. you're always thinking about those yellow, warm, orangey hues. Yes. Okay. okay? Yep. And that's going to help um, stimulate that melatonin production as well. Okay. So I want to kind of give the, um, a tidbit for the for the listeners that are, they're kind of like, okay, so when it's sunrise and when it's sunset, like if they were to kind of look at when the sunrise is going to happen on their phone and when it's going to sunset, mm-hmm. what time frame, what window are you saying like maybe to catch it within so that people could kind of maybe try to plan this a little bit versus being like, Oh, the sun is rising. I got to go out. So like, are you, are you saying like within 20 minutes of the sun rising or 20 minutes of the sun going down? Like if they could look at an app to be like, okay, this is the time frame to today, because obviously it's going to change, right? As it like, we go into winter, yeah, it's going to yeah. start getting um, darker sooner. Um, so when is it the, the, like that, that window that is beneficial? Yeah. And you know what? And that's a good point. As, as the seasons change, you want to change with the season. So we're, our bodies are beautifully designed to change with the seasons. And we talk about gut health. We talk about eating with the seasons and how important that is as well. It helps to create that diverse microbiome. Another fun topic. Um, but when the seasons change and the sunrise and the sunset changes as well, you can change along with it. Um, typically I recommend that like 20 to 30 minutes. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like right around that time, 20 to 30 minutes, because it'll it the sunrise will last, you know, a, a decent amount of time as sure. the sun starts to rise into the into the sky. Now here's the other thing too. If you work shift work and you're waking up a little bit later, when you wake up and maybe you're using some um some shades that are, you know, the shades, the black right. uh, shades to yeah. block the sun. Right. When you wake up, just head straight outside. Like do that as your first thing. It's more sometimes about within like 20 minutes of waking up. That's very important. Oh, right? okay. Got it. Yeah. Now, so you, depending on when you wake up. Mm-hmm. I see. And you feel like five to 10 minutes. Like, would you feel like your retina's not getting enough if it's kind of under five minutes? I recommend a good five to 10 minutes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We are only on the first one. <laughs> this is where this is where I'm like, okay, we totally could do a series. So, all right, we're going to move into the second one, which is we're going to talk about workouts. And that's kind of like um, what I was talking to you earlier, but that was more about time. Um, I have noticed with having adrenal issues, I have to be very careful with HIIT workouts, workouts that mm-hmm. really could like tank me later if I'm just pushing mm-hmm. it too much. So how about you just give us like a quick snapshot of what does this even mean and why does a workout have anything to do with adrenals? Yeah. So here's our, our overview here. I said, check your workout. And the reason being is when you're in a state of quote unquote adrenal fatigue, you've already gotten past the points of, I, I, we call it like wired and tired is the first state. You probably have been there, right? Where you're tired, but you're still performing. 
So it's more of a initial response of showing up, performing, still getting things done because you're in that wired and tired state. And then you get into that stressed and tired state. And then you get into that state of burnout, right? So while it's very important to exercise to reduce stress levels, if you add on a high intensity exercise to an already burnt out state in terms of your adrenal glands and your adrenal fatigue, you're going to fuel the fire. We want to focus on things that are restorative and relaxing. You can still be moving, of course. So like walking, yoga, Pilates, things that are a little bit less intense until we actually can heal the body. Um, Dancing is even nice too, because you're getting your heart rate up a little bit. Stretching is good. Hiking is good. Um, Yoga, as I mentioned, but you don't want to overdo it. You don't want to get to the point where you're just adding to the burnout. And that's sometimes when you're getting that heart rate up, that's probably what you felt Mm -hmm. that here you are doing this intensive workout, but you're just further burdening your body. That's the thing is our bodies can only take so much. So one of the big concepts is here is, you know, what's the total burden that your body is, is, uh, exposed to by our daily habits every day and how are we going to lower that? And this is one area to look. If you are committed to your workouts, but you are completely exhausted and stressed out, check your workout. If it's high intensity, take a few weeks, do something, give your body a little break, do something less intensive, uh, but you're still moving and you'll probably get that needle mover that you, that you've been looking for. Our bodies sometimes plateau and get stuck and it's because they're just burnt out. They're beyond the the point of return. So you have to allow the body to rest and restore. And then we often see um, those shifts that we're, that we've been looking for. Yeah. That is such a good point. Okay. I'm going to move us along. This is where I'm like, okay, we're going to come back you guys and we're going to do a series. Okay. Because I do think this is all very good information and it is hard to kind of like cover this in like five minutes or less. Um, but the next thing I want to talk about is nutrition. And I know you've talked about um, bio-individual nutrition. So what does that look like? Well, we talk about bio-individual individual nutrition at MindShift because we take the approach that every body, every individual has specific nutrient needs based on how their body is functioning and then how all the systems are interacting together. Um, and when we when we're talking about adrenal fatigue and being exhausted and burnt out, you're most likely in this state because of certain lifestyle choices. But then when our bodies get into this state, our gut isn't functioning properly, our cells aren't functioning properly, our metabolism has slowed, our digestion has slowed, we're exhausted, our energy's tanked, we're in a, you know hitting this afternoon slump. And what I see when I run the labs is evidence of the adrenal glands being burnt out by, by checking those um, hormone markers. But then I'm also seeing lots of uh, vitamin, mineral, and nutrient deficiencies. And usually in the form of B vitamins, which are extremely important for energy and metabolism, um, amino acids, which are those building blocks of your protein. So we need absolutely need those for energy. I'll see deficiencies in magnesium, vitamin C. So 
when we're talking about bio-individual nutrition, the overview here is to check, of course, what you're eating every day. I want you guys to always stick with whole foods from the earth as much as you can. Ditch the sugar, ditch the packaged foods that have tons of additives, uh, preservatives, heavy oils, okay? And really try to eat from the earth as much as you can. The labs are wonderful because we can dig so much deeper and figure out what's going on in the gut and what you're deficient in. But there's so much good work that can be done just by transforming how you eat. And again, making sure that everything that you choose that you're doing every single day has intention and supports your optimal health. Mm. Now, before we move on, what does it mean when you say heavy oils? So... I recommend sticking with mostly olive oil, okay? Yeah. Heavier oils, um, but kind of a blanket term I use to describe more of the oils that are inflammatory mm. and that kind of that kind of uh, weigh down our gut, you know, are heavy, are heavy in our gut in terms of the burden on inflammation. So that's kind of what I meant by that. But um, most of the oils that are used in packaged foods mm-hmm. are things like sunflower, which sounds like beautiful and lovely, right? But it's not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's highly inflammatory. Safflower oil, canola oil. Oh my gosh. Yeah. If anyone's eating that, get rid of it. Um, I really want you to stick mostly with, you know, extra virgin olive oil, um, some occasional avocado oil, and some occasional coconut oil. Those are really the ones I would recommend um, causing there are actually health benefits to them, causing the least amount of inflammation. You don't want to overdo any oil, but I really recommend sticking with those, ditching canola, ditching um, rapeseed, ditching sunflower, safflower. And if you check your labels, they're in everything. It is so hard to get away from canola oil. Like it is in things. Yeah. Yeah. You would think that some items you're like, oh, this seems pretty like clean. And then you see, oh, it has canola yeah. oil or like hummus or something. You're like all excited. And you're like, oh, has canola yeah. oil. <laughs> it's like, well, why? All the foods that you eat from the earth have yeah. tons of nutrients. Yeah. And they're going to give you steady energy. Yep. These other ones, mm-hmm. they're so dense. Yep. And, and, you know, heavy, like I said, they're right. dense, they're heavy. They're not giving you any nutrients. Yeah. And they're just they're just putting more burden on your body to have to detox them. So yeah, okay, that is that is really good to know. Those are good takeaways. Okay, so we have two more. Um, and when we do that one later, we can even talk about like herbs and adaptogens. Yes, I do want to. Kind of yeah, exactly. Yeah. I want to break that down. Um, yeah, there was a lot of questions that were running through my head, and I kind of had to like reel myself in. So, <laughs> um, okay. So the fourth one is kind of understanding your stress response. What does that look like when you um, think about that with your adrenals? Okay, so very important, and you have to. You might have to close your eyes and envision this, but uh, the stress response is going to be the same for all of us uh, in terms of how our body reacts, but we can train our body to react a certain way to stress, to respond a certain way. And we talk about in the functional space, and we teach about this a lot, the two, the two parts of the, nerve, the central nervous system, the parasympathetic and the sympathetic. And the idea that using and tapping into the sympathetic nervous system, which is what we call our fight or flight response. Um, I always I always say it's the, oh, 
O-S-H-I-T, the bear's coming response. Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. So like you're out there on your hike and you see the bear and you have to get away in an instant. <laughs> you have to perform. Like there's no time to relax right now, right? The blood's got to flow to those legs and to the brain to think about what to do and it's time to move, right? So the bear's there. You got to run. That's that sympathetic nervous system response. Um, we also tap into that when we are, you know, presenting, you know, for those of you oh, who mm-hmm. work, you know, uh-huh, here, here on this podcast, if somebody was doing one for the first time and was extremely nervous, um, they would their sympathetic nervous system would kick in, their heart would start beating a little bit faster, maybe a little sweaty, maybe the stomach starts gurgling a little bit. So what happens is I want you to understand that that response in and of itself is not a bad thing, right? That is quite necessary and very important. There are times of... Uh, situations that we have to respond quickly, we have to perform well in order to survive, right? So that in and of itself is not a bad thing. What happens is when we tap into that over and over and over and over again, that's why our adrenal glands burn out. That's why we get exhausted. And that's why our body uses up all that energy. And we, we go from wired and tired, distressed and tired to burnt out. So I want you to start to think about how you respond to stressful situations and how often those are happening to you. And when we dive into that area later, what we'll what we'll talk about is the idea of living in the parasympathetic state, which is where we rest and digest, where our body is relaxing. So we want to live in that state and we want to tap into the sympathetic state when we need to perform, when we need to turn on. That is so good because I feel like, you know, so many people live in that fight or flight and they just, they're always staying in that, right? Like they don't even realize Mm -hmm. that they're in fight or flight. They're just kind of like, oh, this is my normal living. And you're kind of like, well, no wonder your adrenals are burnt out because like, if that's just like your two modes. And so Mm -hmm. that that's so helpful. Um, Anything else that you want to share for that before I move on to the last one? Well, it's so tough because that one we can really dive into. And I yes, <laughs> it's I hard to just do like an overview. Yeah. But I do want I just want everybody to understand that what's happening is that because of these busy lives that we lead, especially as moms with yeah. kids and going, 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 it doesn't have to be like that. You know, you have the ability and the power to decide how you're going to spend your time and your energy. And that is your choice alone. So you get to decide as a family, whatever your family cohort looks like, whatever that whatever that home life looks like for you. Um, and even in your career, you have the ability to decide how you're going to spend your energy. And you don't have to just jump into what's considered, you know, the norm and we're just running around to all of these different events and we're, you know, chronically stressed out. So it's the idea of, you know, assessing where you're spending your time and energy and knowing that if you're feeling completely burnt out, then you're most likely living in that sympathetic nervous system response. And we want to get you back to living in the parasympathetic response. So you're feeling more relaxed and not so anxious and stressed all the time. And then that way, when you tap into it, you tap into it and then you can come back to, you know, your foundation to where you're, where you're designed, where your body's designed to live. Yeah, absolutely. I think that that is such great information. Um, And 
I again, we'll, we're going to dive into this in the series. Um, so Jennifer, we're almost at the end of the show. So I wanted you to touch base on the fifth one, and that is ditching toxins. So I feel like a lot of people are like, yeah, yeah, I get that. But I don't think they understand why that's such a big deal. So can you just share with us how that really kind of ties into everything? Yeah, absolutely. So we talk a lot about detox, um, but toxins come at us in so many different ways. And a lot of people, you know, we're just, (laughs) before I studied functional medicine, I didn't even realize all the different ways that I was being exposed to toxins Mm. and how much of an effect they had on me. Um, You know, all the way down to like my, now my arch nemesis of like Dunkin' Donuts. Like when I hear the, when I hear the phrase America lives on Dunkin's, I'm like, Okay. Talk to me about that really quick before you jump into the thing. Cause people might be like, what is she talking about? Dunkin' Donuts is toxic. Like what is coming up for you that, that you're like, I don't like this. Yeah. So there's, uh, the, unfortunately, the a lot of the companies that are like mass producing things like, you know, coffee or, you know, mm-hmm. other commodities that are mass produced, they're not being produced in a quality way. Yeah. And um, coffee, chocolate, you know, other commodities, they're just very highly toxic in terms of pesticides, how they're farmed, um, mycotoxins, which are molds, mm. and how they're even brewed. Um, oh. So they're adding to levels of toxicity in the body, and our bodies are becoming burdened with that. And here it is. It's something that people are, you know, partaking in every single day. You know, getting um, a coffee as their morning yeah. routine, and it's like. Guys, the habits that we do every day, they got to be clean and they got to yes. really uplift our health. They can't be something that's adding to our toxic burden every day. So again, think about big picture here. Your body only has so much energy to expend each day, right? And obviously detox is a part of something you're going to do every day. So if we're drinking this coffee or eating, you know, the grab and go from Wawa, I don't know if you guys have Wawa where you're at. It's like a grab and go place. Yeah. <laughs> is it like 7-Eleven <laughs> or something? Like, is it yeah, like, so, like a 7-Eleven? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I walk into one of those stores and I, I look around and I'm like, there's nothing I can drink here other than like a bottle or get here other than like a bottle of water. And even right. that, I don't drink that of plastic. So, yep. but most of Americans walk in there and eat, you know, eat, can eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner from yeah, there, you know? Right. So yep. it's all about different levels and like where you're starting from. Yes. But I want you to understand that, you know, toxins play a big role because our body only has so much energy to expend each day. Yeah. And the toxic chemicals that are in foods, perfumes, cleaning products, um, makeups, candles, Bath and Body Works is another one of them. They yeah. play like such a big role um, in terms of toxic burden and our, how much energy we're actually eating up um, of our, uh, that we have available just to detox these things out of our body. Um, so it absolutely contributes to the burnout of the adrenals because uh, the uh, metabolism and the energy it takes to detox has to be, you know, it raises so much after the exposure to all of these toxins. Yeah. And I think this will be really great to do as like an episode by itself, because I really kind of want to just kind of go through things and so that people can understand like why it's mm-hmm. important. Cause it's one thing to be like, well, don't do this, but then people may be like, but I don't understand why or why it makes yeah. it bad or why it's not good. And I think this is why it's good to, to dig deeper so that people can really get a good idea. And then to yeah. have some suggestions on like what they can move to, like kind of like a good, better, best kind of situation where 
Mm-hmm. It's like you're trying yeah. to level up when you can. And sometimes you can't level up. Sometimes you can only get to the better option. You can't get to the best option and stuff. So um, yeah. Jennifer, it was so great having you on the show. Yeah. Um, I'm super excited <laughs> to do you. the series with you. So you guys yeah. make sure to tune in and and, and keep listening um, for this. I'm, I'm hoping to do this in the next couple months um, and get this out to you guys because I think this will be really beneficial, especially as a holiday season kind of, you know, talk about fight or flight. Like people kind of go into that fight or flight and they're totally burnt out by the time, you know, New Year's rolls around, you know, just kind of like what has happened. Um, so I think this will be really great, but thank you so much for coming on the show today. It was so great talking with you. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. I look forward to digging in even more. Yes. And when we do the toxins, we can go into the application of that and we'll give a couple different ideas from the different areas of, you know, of life, um, you know, household products and things that we purchase and skincare and all that. We'll give some good, some good ways to actually apply it in life. And uh, I think the holidays and after that great time to talk about resetting our stress response for sure. So thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. <laughs> hey, you guys, have you subscribed to the Mom Inspired Show yet? If not, go to mominspiredshow.com, put in your name and your email list. That way you will get every episode every Tuesday in your inbox without having to go searching for it. It's at your fingertips, super easy. Also, I give you guys little freebies if you subscribe to this show. Um, one of them being I'm providing you guys a free mini coaching session so that we can kind of just talk through some of the issues that you're having, some of your obstacles, and there's no strings attached. So if you have not signed up for your free coaching session, go to mominspiredshow.com, click the coaching tab, sign up today, and make sure you are on my email list. So again, Mom Inspired Show, enter your name, email list. If you want to do the coaching call, you can click the coaching tab, find a day and time that works best for you. I can't wait to meet you. See you next week. 